Where Die Another Day celebrated the 40th anniversary of the Bond movie franchise, The Delightful Skyfall would do the same for its 50th. The 23rd official Bond movie would prove to be a fast-moving adventure filled with nostalgia and it would also feature the death of a much-loved character. I'm Stephen Archibald and welcome to my movie podcast. to you and thank you for joining me on my podcast they came from within cult movie reviews and if the sky should fall skyfall 2012 four years on from quantum of solace we find a james bond who is psychologically damaged and visibly aging a secret agent who will also undergo a rebirth of sorts skyfall kicks off with Bond and the MI6 field agent, Eve Moneypenny, failing to capture a terrorist called Patrice. Patrice had escaped with a hard drive, which contains vital information on countless agents. In 007 and Eve's botched attempt, our hero winds up falling into the river and is believed to have drowned. Consequently, Bond's boss M is forced to retire to be replaced by Gareth Mallory, who was the chairman of the Intelligence and Security Committee. When MI6's central headquarters in London gets bombed, it's time for Bond to resurface and nail the mastermind behind such a cyber attack. It's a trail which will lead to the profoundly vengeful Raoul Silver, a former MI6 agent who blames M for allowing him to fall into the hands of Chinese intelligence. This movie's director, Sam Mendes, said that Skyfall was influenced by the super Christopher Nolan films, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Funnily enough, Nolan has claimed that the early Bond flicks had inspired him in making them. What with both James Bond and Bruce Wayne being orphaned in childhood, and both of them growing up to fight powerful criminals in a bleak world. Mendes had originally intended for Kevin Spacey to play the lead villain, Raoul Silver. The two men had worked together on the multi-award winning American Beauty in 1999. However, Spacey's work schedule prevented this from being possible. This pivotal role did of course go to the excellent Spanish actor, Javier Bardem, a man fortunate enough to be married to Penelope Cruz. Bardem was so dedicated to fully understanding his part that he had the script translated into Spanish. As with Christopher Walken's baddie, Max Zorin, in A View to a Kill, Javier Bardem's Raul Silva has a vivid blonde hairdo. Ironically, both men had won Best Supporting Actor Oscars, sometime before playing 
their Bond roles. Walken for The Deer Hunter from 1978 and Bardem for No Country for Old Men from 2007 and the lead Bond villain in the next picture, Spectre, would more or less be naturally fair-haired. Christoph Waltz would play Blofeld and yes, like Walken and Bardem, he had won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar before taking on the role for playing SS officer Hans Lander in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards from 2009. The movie's title, which refers to the Bond family home in Scotland, was actually invented by the writers Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. Bond's ancestry was first explored in Ian Fleming's novel On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which was first published in 1963. Fleming had written it at his Goldeneye estate in Jamaica. In the January and February of 1962, around this time, Dr. No was being filmed nearby. No doubt to tie in with the fact that James Bond was being played by the Scottish actor Sean Connery, Fleming wrote that Bond's father Andrew came from Glencoe in Scotland. There are two Bond films in which giving major spoilers are inevitable and this is one of them. So please stop listening now if you've yet to see Skyfall. from a recording in Skyfall, the marvellous Judy Dench makes her seventh and final appearance as 007's Boss M. She has a large part to play in this movie and the emotional scenes between her and Daniel Craig are beautifully done. What with being orphaned in his childhood, Bond clearly sees M as a mother figure, all of which makes her death at the film's climax all the more heartbreaking. After their absence from both Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, both Miss Moneypenny and Q returned in Skyfall. There are a couple of significant things about the latest Miss Moneypenny. The lovely Naomi Harris became the first black actress to play her, and we get to learn that her Christian name is Eve. Oh, and we see her as a field agent before she becomes M's private secretary. There would also be something radical about the new Q. The superb actor Ben Whishaw was only 31 years old when he was cast as MI6's quartermaster. It marked the first time on screen that Q would be younger than Bond himself. Daniel Craig and Ben Whishaw had already appeared together in three movies. The Trench, Enduring Love and Layer Cake. The beautiful French actress, Berenice Marlowe, appears in the movie as Silver's somewhat reluctant accomplice, Severin. And the Swedish actor, Ola Rappas, plays the terrorist, Patrice. Ola, who was once married to the fine actress, Numi Rappas, appeared in the excellent Wallander TV series, portraying the detective, Stefan Lindman. The Bond franchises finest composer, 
John Barry, passed away on the 30th of January 2011, aged 77. What's touching is that his former home was used in this film as M's residence. Believe it or not, there were plans to have Sean Connery make a cameo appearance, appearing as Bond's trusty gamekeeper at Skyfall, Mr. Kincaid. Sam Mendes did not like the idea, rightly thinking it would take viewers out of the movie. The part of Kincaid was taken by another fine veteran actor, Albert Finney. It would prove to be his last film role. What's impressive is that Skyfall received five Oscar nominations, winning two of the coveted statuettes. Adele won an Oscar for Best Original Song, and Per Holberg and Karen Baker-Landers picked up theirs for Best Sound Editing. The movie was also awarded a BAFTA for Best British Film, and the composer Thomas Newman got a BAFTA for Best Film Music. Adele co-wrote the stirring theme song with Paul Epworth. She was pregnant with her son Angelo at the time of the recording. The song was released on the 5th of October 2012, exactly 50 years after the release of the first Bond movie, Doctor No. Likewise, the main cast was announced at London's Corinthia Hotel on the 3rd of November 2011, 50 years to the day from when Sean Connery was announced as the first cinematic James Bond. Skyfall went on general release in the UK on the 26th of October 2012 and in the States on the 9th of November that same year. Skyfall made over $1 billion at the box office. That's quite some way to celebrate your 50th. The much missed actress Helen McCrory puts in an appearance as the MP Claire Dower. I'm Stephen Archibald and thank you very much for listening to my podcast They Came From Within Cult Movie Reviews. A big thank you to those of you who follow me and to those of you who are contemplating doing so. I appreciate your company either way. Take care of yourself and goodbye for now.